ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between. Welcome to the Drag with your host, Damon and the Diva X. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fun-filled episode of The Drag Cap with your host, Damon, and me, the Diva X. Yes. So we are here with the newest episode entitled The Daytona Wind. Well, I don't know if it's with an S, but after this episode, it better be with an S. And (laughs) so here we are. Uh, we start off with after the elimination, and the first thing that caught my attention was Miss Jasmine Cam- Kennedy entering the workroom saying, "Well, that was easy." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. She was not lying. Yeah, she was feeling vindicated, and good for her. I mean, she she slayed Maddie. Yeah, that flashback of Maddie arguing with her and that you should, you should be worried. Like, that that was just a bananas moment for me. Like, (laughs) especially even more so after we saw what we saw. Like, yeah, he he was very confident in that moment. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, he he did have a little bit of a... I don't know if he... I mean, I really do wonder if he truly was like, no, I'm, I'm not going home. Or if he was just you know, holding, holding his ground. I almost feel like he was confident in his, what he was saying. Yeah. Because even when you like, I think we talked about at the end um, of last week before they were going into the lip sync, when Georges was like, well, it was nice meeting you or something like that. He was <laughs> like, well, you're actually, you're saying like, I'm going home. I'm like, well, yeah, probably are in my brain. I yeah. I I foresaw that, but uh... I feel like everybody did. There wasn't really a a different kind. Of, there there was. It would have been real, real interesting had there been a different outcome. Yeah, uh, Jazz would have a lot of splitting to do around New York. I'll tell you that if that right. were the case, <laughs> would have been some shit. Uh, and Daya, Daya sitting there and still in her stink face. Um, I and... she's I she's just. It's just reading bitter, bitter, bitter. And it's it's not cute. It is not a cute look. Bitter diabetes. Neither was her real look, but it the bitterness wasn't cute either. Yeah. When she leaned into said that Georges had the sexiest napkin on the runway, I mean, mm-hmm. she wasn't wrong. <laughs> However, she also just beat you. So, I mean, you, you know, your opinion at this point doesn't really matter. And... I was reflecting back on, you know, why, like, she won and why Diabetti maybe didn't win and just kind of looking at the collection in general of all the outfits that we saw last time. And I really f- just really wanted to, like, it was an unconventional challenge. And I think when you're in that position, they want you to use non... I, In my opinion, as a judge, if going into it, I would want to see non-conventional materials used as fabrics versus fabrics used as fabrics mm-hmm. so if you got a sheet it's a fabric so i don't want to see exactly. using the fabric and i feel like diabetti was made of fabric of I, they could have been very well been tablecloths they could have very well been you know uh aprons or whatever they were made out of but mm-hmm. it was clearly of a fabric material exactly that's why like bosco used tarp for her yeah. pants and it's like those that's not easy to work with that shit unravels so quickly like in camden used plastic like a yeah. plat like you know so it's like it 
her bitterness is of her own accord because what she was bringing wasn't at the level she thought it was. Yeah. And I think that that's the part where I think she missed the mark in how come she didn't stand out so much because you used fabric, dude. Like you used like mm-hmm. hers was, yeah, it was uh, cookie cutters and something else, but it was clearly cookie cutter. So therefore it was more unconventional than your fabric choice. Right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. You could tell she's like, Oh, she took these cookie cutters and made them made this outfit accessorized. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. So I, 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 I wanted to cycle back on that because I was, as I looked at them collectively, I mean, even Angeria's was a fabric used as fabric and Deja's fabric sure. was used as fabric. And even, you know, Willow pills, which we both love was, a blanket, which is fabric, used as fabric, you know? So I could understand True. why these didn't really, like, stand out as, exactly. like, those ones. Yeah. Exactly. And there's, it's like, fabric used as fabric. My thing with Willows is that, like, that was where the the the, the concept was. Is Right. Yeah, she may have used fabric, but, like, this was a whole concept. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then the ones that did end up in the top, Camden and... Uh, well, Bosco was safe, but I still feel like hers was agreed <laughs> up there. But at any rate, I just wanted to, you know, for to ease her pain on that thought process. And like, girl, when I see you on Friday, I'm gonna tell you, you should have embraced the material. <laughs> Bob, True. you didn't embrace the material. Dude, My favorite yeah. was Camden putting on her wig and being like, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I made the armor from a garment from scratch. Ooh. That was so good. Uh, yeah, that I was another highlight moment. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we moved into the next day in the workroom. And then here we are huddled around the table where we get those moments of clarity and Daya begins her apology tour. Mm-hmm. Her I, un- I wonder, I, I, really unapologetic. Wonder, I really wonder if she genuinely was like "Ooh, that was not a cute look on me and let me apologize or if somebody one of the other girls was like girl you're being real sus right now because it was just so forced not even forced because she was not forcing it she was just like she was not present for it her body was present but her spirit was not like nope not even a little bit someone should have just been like "Mm, you should have just not even you should have just you didn't you didn't feel that we didn't feel that nobody felt that it didn't even really even happen because no. what you just did was so like girl you should have it was worse than the j-lo reading of the marry me presentation uh mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago it's like you know you're not talking to that girl you're just reading right. something or <laughs> something and uh so that's what that was even worse so Gee. i don't yeah keep it girl keep it for yourself and then we get the announcement of the challenge. Our Daytona wins, our little soap opera going up. <laughs> Which was a sizzling soap opera that centers around three rival drag race dynasties, the Davenports, O'Harris, and the Michaels. So when I first heard this challenge, I was super excited because I love a good acting challenge. I love a good uh, story. I love a good overdramatization. And I, use, I feel like they always do pretty good, like, as far as what they put into it or how, what they push them into uh, mm-hmm. experiencing in it. So I was excited to see them uh, stretch in this act, in this activity. Exactly. I'm a huge fan of the TV show dynasty, both the old one and the reboot. So when they brought this, I was like, I instantly got it. And then she started referencing Joan Collins. And I was like, yes, which makes me sad. Cause this is a challenge I would have loved to do. I'm like, Oh, it's so good. 
you should uh, redo one of the roles and uh, put yourself in it, green screen style. <laughs> just edit myself in. <laughs> so uh, they leave it up to Georges to assign the roles. And she's very pretty diplomatic about it, which I think is the best approach at this point. There's too many people in the game to like be bitchy and then like, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do that. So yeah. And- I also don't know that she would have like... A- She's one to have, like come up with a strategic plan to like fuck somebody over, you know. That and they would have threw her under the bus so quickly, and Dude. then they would have found themselves next to her, and then they would have got sent home due to her lip syncing ability. So mm-hmm. she was in a good position, regardless. Exactly, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, I don't know. But I if- do think at this point, with so many acting challenges already, I think the one thing she could have done is kind of probably been like, "Hey." We know who's the stronger ones and who's the weaker ones when it comes to this stuff. Let's mix these scenes in with like, you know, the people that can help the other people out or at least help them carry because carry her and Deja being in that first scene, you know, was kind of was a little rough. Yeah. Well, I well, I mean, they were going to give what they were going to give. So I don't know. I, 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 I. Um, yeah we'll go with yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the reba, reba, reba mcintyre moment uh when they brought her up i was just like were we just talking about this i forget who we were talking about but... oh we were we were saying oh because lady camden overdrawn her lips that's it that's it she could just be the reba impersonator yeah the reba moment is coming back and we are uh embracing the reba so i'm i'm exactly. good with embracing the reba that is why I fuck with Bosco, though, because every single reference that they gave her, it, like, to describe the character, she knew and went, took it and made it her own. Mm-hmm. We love a good smart queen. Me too. Uh, <laughs> with that, though, I feel like I really hate when bitches don't know their references um, when oh, they go on to the show. And it's like, you know, you, you need to know this. Like, when I, this really stuck out to me. When they did the Madonna musical, uh, mm. and some of them didn't know Madonna, it's like, okay, well then, guess what? You're gonna lose, and yeah. um, you need to know these things. And you know the dynasties, the the Madonnas, the Kylies, the the icons of pop. You need you need to have at least some familiarity with them, or else you're just destined to be doomed in this show. In this show, I think. And you need to sew a little bit, right? <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I, it still trips me out that people don't realize, like, you know, Rue's a little older and has a whole different vernacular of like references and stuff. And it's like, if you're not going to get the things or like her style of comedy, you're not going to do well. Yeah, and I the other part is she is very into the icons. And if you've not paid attention or if you've not caught on, Rue's whole career is based off of iconic historical moments, legendary ballroom scene stuff. Her whole music career is based off the ballroom scene. If you haven't yep. caught the references, even up until this re- most recent outfit, she's still yelling out the same shit she's been yelling out for the past X amount of years. She's just... the. The will ain't broken. She is not reinventing it. She's just uh, spicing it up here and there. So, you know, having these in your back pocket is very important. And um, I'm excited for this. Me too. Before we move on to getting into the filming, though, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Deja's butt crack. 
<laughs> Why the editor allowed exactly. that to stay in? It's clear that that was a choice. Which I was in the DJ booth, you know, playing it, and I'm like watching it, and it's just like six giant TVs of Deja's ass crack, and it's just like, oh, they really just did her dirty right then. Choices, choices. <laughs> they couldn't have. They, they were. They were. There were so many different angles that they're shooting from. They left that one in. That's they so could have cut. They could. <laughs> I saw with the moment where they could have cut that scene short before she stood up. They should have stood. They could have cut it. That's where they nope. could have cut it. Nope. 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 They they allowed that to happen. So mm-hmm. I it's you know it shows the humanness of it all. That's why I had to point it out because you know what but cracks happen and guess what it's life is part of life Mm -hmm. and so i appreciate it but also they could have edited that out millions of people saw deja's ass crack yeah for free for free for free 99 (laughs) how about that oh girl (laughs) but i love that sweater though that queen sweater she was wearing at the club the day we had willow pill there and i was like i love that sweater that is a really cute sweater i was like yes bitch work All right, so getting into the filming of these uh, moments of the Daytona wins, I thought Deja looked stunned, Trelina, in her look. Like, when she is doing those, she, her, you will get into the accent in a moment, but her (laughs) presentation with the pro necklace and just Mm -hmm. just the hair, the look, she looks so perfect in this moment. She did the victory rolls with that dress. They all they all dressed really well for the scene. Like they for all sure. got that assignment. So I loved that. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, and again, she stood out with that blue moment. But like, they all yeah, they all fit the bill real. for sure. Choices. I do think it's funny that Deja wanted the role that the role that Georges ended up playing. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm, they did I'm, not go that route. Yeah, I'm like that. That would have been weird. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it depends how they played it. I, I mean, I could see a world in my brain, and it makes it funny because it would have been like Daya, Willow, and then Deja. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I get that as far as like my little sister, and that she's like the bigger of them all. Uh, yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I don't. I appreciate the role she was in, and I think she her presentation. If that's what she was going to wear, or if that's what she brought for the challenge, um, exactly. She that got was, the role. That was mother of the bride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Centralina for sure. See. Oh, her accent. And see, it's times like these where it's just like, it doesn't matter if it's terrible as long as you commit, like, it's going to be funny. Because Fully it, commit. They're not making this for you to win an Oscar. Like, they know it's right. not going to be great. Like, they, or that you're going to give, like, a, a truly, like, beautiful acting performance. So they're like, just do it. Yeah, but it is that true commitment to the role and staying in it. And I think that that was the part that they highlighted that it wasn't happening for Deja. But yeah. I... Again, I and I love when they show all like the bits and moments of like it this didn't work out, but then at the end it's just like perfection. So exactly, I knew that that's where that was going, but at the same time, um, it probably was a little bit of a journey to get there. But but she got there. Yeah, I mean she did. Yeah, I mean her and Kelly, her and I mean that was kind of the only part was that like because her and Carrie were opposite each other, they weren't exactly um you know it it, it brought down the strength of the performance because you know. Both of them are still kind of new to doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it allowed Georges to have her moment. And I think for uh, 
um, Carrie, she always has that bit of a little bit of a accent caricature mm-hmm. to her. So I think it was a little bit easier for her to lean into that um, a little bit further than, you know, Deja and being Deja. So uh, I wanted to ask, do you see the, uh, okay, outside, I see the silhouette and I see the similarities. However, I do not get Alyssa from Jasmine Kennedy. Do you get that? I do. I, I do it's, not the okay. sil- it's the, it's, I mean, and honestly, they don't look a ton alike, but yeah. she does kind of look like her. And it's because, one, she does pageantryness, and yeah. like, Alyssa has that. And then I think it's mainly because she's white and has a big ass mouth. Got it. And they, and like, so they do, there are moments where I'm like, oh, that was Alyssa. But in that moment with the hair, because Alyssa does, has worn that hair. Yeah. And yeah, it was giving Alyssa, but she doesn't actually look like her. They're just, there's like an essence of her and that's why. Okay, yeah, the pre- the presence of her. Yeah. I I did get that, but I was just like I kept they kept well, a couple of episodes now they've talked about the the similes there and I'm just like I'm not really seeing it. I don't know. But um yeah. Willow Pill, when she came out, I mean, and I didn't, you know, the judges critiques was that she was somebody else, but mm-hmm. I didn't get that. I just again just watching her first before I even heard that, I was just like, yes, bitch, work. Let's kill this. Willow's killing it. That's how I felt about it. And I completely love Willow Pill. I've already said it, and I'm saying it again. Yeah. It didn't even register with me, because I've watched its Creek a million times, but it didn't register with me because it just worked so well opposite of the way Daya did everything. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just those characters work so well together that I was like, it was a good choice. Yeah. It was a really good choice against it yeah i did not get i i had me same i mean i watched Shit creek just for sake of you know something to do so mm-hmm. any just random episode and i love but i didn't get that from it initially so when they said it i was just like well that's not where i went with it initially and i think you know the coy of having the sister there or the other sisters there um i think that kind of helped take it from that until you know michelle visage comes in with her negativity <laughs> <laughs> And Camden. Oh, oh my sorry. God. No, no, no. Oh, I was just gonna I was gonna go on, on Georgia's that like it's funny that it takes connecting something that you do know in order to excel at something because she could have been giving telenovela for all of these acting challenges and it would have worked just fine. But because yeah. this there was that connection there for this one that she was like, Oh, yeah, I do know how to do that. Yeah. And it's like it would have worked for all of those had somebody just been like, treat it like a telenovela and, and like, you know, go there. Yeah, and just I feel be, like that happens a lot. You just need that that that's that flick of the switch to be like, oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's I think that was one of the techniques uh, that they mentioned last season. Um, one of the judges that came in, they were like, "Don't try to be an Irish person. Be someone you know who's Irish." You know what yes. I mean? Like, you, yeah. like don't don't connect it to like a random idea in your brain of what that person is or what a person like this is. Think of someone you know who is that person and be that person. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know having that connection. I think is a is a good approach. And I, she clearly missed that episode, but I remember it well and uh, clearly I can recall it. So she needs to watch a little bit more Drag Race if she's going to be on the show. In my opinion, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But again, knowing your material and knowing your references is important because if not, you're at a loss. So being of the world helps. Very much so. 
Anyways, Camden. Go Camden. On, Camden. Yes. I mean, y- y- train professional. Let's talk about that. And um, and he came through. Yeah, laid. Honestly, I agree with that it, with Michelle that it, it's probably one of the best acting performances that we've seen on Drag Race because it was over the top. It was funny, but there is that air of like honesty to it, and that's what acting is. And it, it read so well. She really captured it, and it was so funny. Uh, yeah, and it was just in that right vein of like not too much and not too little, but also over the top. And it, I think again, I know if I've talked about her voice many a times, it's just so good. Like her, her. I don't know if it's she's the throat groat or what is the deal, but like mm-hmm. she just has like this buttery voice that just and it it feels like you know we talk about peaks on on you know audio. It's like I feel like her voice just never peaks, and it just it's just always in that like pocket of like. It mm. is, yeah. She is so her British accent. It's like she like like she heard the best version of a British accent was like I'm gonna I'm gonna make that my drag, but yeah. that's just her voice, and it's so good, and it works. I was sad for Injuria because she was definitely in her head, and you can definitely see it in her face. But like this role was like her. It was for her. It, yeah, had she been in the zone, and it's funny because I said a few weeks ago that she or a few episodes ago that she always is able to get through it even when she's in her head. And yeah. I mean, she got through it, but she didn't like pull herself up and like, it would have been, she could have nailed this so much harder. Had, yeah. You know, she'd been more comfortable with knowing her lines. And I think she, again, she also like Carrie, like I said, there's always that level of something. And then just like to lean into it a little bit, she would have been perfect. And I don't think again, what the end, the end result was it served, but exactly. um, in that, what they showed of her, you know, struggling with it, it was like, well, you're, you're, that's you girl. Just, just, just turn it on a little bit more, turn it up a notch, you know, and you would be mm-hmm. fine. But I guess not memorizing those words will help you. Art. That's hard. That, that did look like a fat script. That's hard to do, and I'm sure they only have like a day. Yeah, and, but again, she didn't have to lean into like doozing it up an accent. She just, <laughs> true. just say the words, girl. Just say the words. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was really there for her to just grasp and run with. Yeah. Moving on to elimination day. Uh... Wait, we didn't talk about Bosco. Oh, Bosco's acting. Sorry, was just so much fun. I loved that moment because it literally in every big dynasty reveal, the woman walks in in the hat and lifts up and then you see her face and it was just so perfect. Yeah. And Deja breaking the whole time while she's just sitting there laughing, like laughing at Bosco was great. (laughs) Again, knowing the references, like exactly all she needed was a no and like knew what they were looking for in that moment and was able to serve it. I will say that wig though. And again, I know that's not why we're here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, but yeah no i agree with the way. that because of the hat and then when she ripped it off it just became more disheveled as we were going through it and at the you know by the time we got to the scene of you know the final product i was like yeah that wig though someone should have helped her a little bit but again that if that's my only critique we're gonna be okay true now we're going on to the runway <laughs> All right, let's talk about well, let's talk about elimination day in the workroom, and let's talk about oh, the Folsom Street Fair conversation. Have you been? I have not been. You have Actually, not been. One, no, that surprises me. Great, like I, it, <laughs> that's fun. Um, but no, I would love to go. Bosco saying that, like, yes, there should be space for family friendly events, but this that like I mean, in the queer community in our lifestyles, there is a grit to it, and there does need to be a space for that. And I love that that. 
that that is there and like camden said it i do feel like it's a sacred thing that i hope always goes i feel like this is going to be a turning point for wilson street fair that they're talking about it on drag race and i feel like it's people are going to infiltrate it this year because of the conversation because they all want everyone's going to want to go to the fair now it's not a huge event it's, it's not. not for everybody it's not something that i want to see uh uh lying down the block to get into um so i'm concerned you know the excitement and the boasting and the imagery that they sh- decided to share now if you're genuinely into it and you you know looking to explore then yes that is a place for you but if you're just going to speculate and if you're just going to uh uh make a spectacle of the speculations of the spectacles then um that's not a place that we want to be doing that so i don't know that's the part i feel like doing it i mean it was a service to the community but also a disservice because you know people are going to go for spring break or something like yeah you know what i mean yeah it's going to become a um yeah, it's going to become something to go and watch as opposed to something and go and be immersed in. Yeah. And it's not there to, it's not there for that. It's there for people to express themselves. Yeah. And I don't know if you pay attention to Twitter much, but uh, Boomer Banks has taken all the queens on his dick to uh, Folsom Street Fair. So he just tagged them all and said, we go into the fair this year. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I love that. So Andrea's about to get uh, her fair experience. Um, um and um, I wouldn't mind um, with Boomer Banks, uh, especially with the picture he posted that he was going to take them all to the fair. I'm here for it. <laughs> the other part of that conversation or in that well, shortly after that moment was when uh, Deja pronounced that she misses Maddie. No, I think they really did form like a friendship. So that's great. Yeah, I, I was excited to hear her name one more time. And you know that they have like a genuine friendship because... Uh, Deja's not one to be on tiny little white twinks. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe straight men's more her thing. Ooh, big T. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, that is on brand for her too. So, you know what? <laughs> no, she would eat him alive. She will. <laughs> she will eat him like Godzilla. Oh, she would. <laughs> Uh, anytime, anytime I get a Deja reference, I'm I'm so excited for because I love all her moments so far. I know she she has been the meme queen, and I love that for her. Uh huh. She her too. She's fucking taking over the world. I'm so excited for her. I'm so happy to see. It. I know we're getting off spread, no, but no, like I mean, that's part of the combo of everything we're talking about. I do actually. People are loving her, and I see a lot of love for her. A lot of people talking about her. And luckily she was never humble before. So like, it's not like it's going to change her personality. So (laughs) (laughs) that's true. Oh, I love that. That's so good. I know. I'm like, when I saw the UK dates, I was just like, oh my gosh. Yay. This is what I wanted to see. Going to London. It's somebody at to the same club. Adal was just at. So it's like, you better work, bitch. Let's go. Oh, for real. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're taking it to the runway now. What did you think of Rue's dress? Because I loved it. Bring it to the runway, runway, run, 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 runway. I'm looking at it. Um, I liked the prom orange moment. I love the color. I love the material. Mm-hmm. I just wish it tapered more at the bottom. 
Oh, I can, I can see what you mean. If they're going to do it, do it. But I see where they were going with the angles. And I, it seems mm-hmm. like like angle number tier number two got a little bit longer than mm-hmm. like the spacing got messed up. And I think it just kind of, but either they could have either folded it different so that the ruffles allowed that. But if it would have tapered more like a little, like a V, that would have, I think, been more impactful. I feel you. I feel you. I do love me some taffeta prom dress. She looked cute. Um, but now that you say that, I do get what you're saying. It could have, if you're going to do the moment, do the moment. Yeah, but I loved it. I, I did love the the taffeta. Is that what you called it? Taffeta? Yeah. yeah. I love that. I, it, it gave me very prom 80 top. And then um, the wig, the hair choice, the piece, uh, something in the back, the flower, if maybe what it is. I don't know. I think it's just um, part of like the bow of the dress. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You better work, bitch. You had to wear Zaldi. Oh, yeah. It's a wraparound moment, it seems. Work. Okay. Love that for her. And then we find out our guest judge is T.S. Madison, 22 inches, bitches. Thing <laughs> on. I love her so fucking much. Moving She's on to the runway. Life. No, she has lived a life. Have you? Did you watch her show? I did not. Okay. I did not want... Are you anti good? or are you just not like no uh, no not at all? Oh, okay. It was good, it was insightful. I I, I appreciate her. Uh it was on WeTV, so it was you know, mm-hmm. um, full-on reality, housing, family dynamics, names, oh, pronouns, dear. addressing the father. It was like a full-on, like oh, good for her. Yeah, yeah. So I, I appreciate it. I I heard a recent interview with her on a, another podcast and um I don't know that it's coming back, but I I do know that there there are some other stuff in the works that she's doing and her own little empire that she's building as well. So, mm. you know, from from OnlyFans or what was it at the time? Um, I think boomerangs was, was it, it boomer not boomerangs? What was the that what was twenty two inches from? What was that app? Vines. Vines. Vines, the vines from vines to the runway, you know. Bitch, <laughs> you got OnlyFans and vines. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what all these different they come and they go. There was another I mean, one. she did used to do porn, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure she did, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think her exposure came from came the vines. From, yeah, I mean, like pre there was definitely the the pre-vine, but yeah. I, I didn't know about her until the vines came around. So Mm-hmm. I think we all got a good uh, eyeful on that 22 inches. So um, whether we liked it or not, she was coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Our first one up on the runway is Willow Pill, which, again, this bitch in these looks. The world's biggest atomic wedgie, as she describes it. Mm-hmm. She slays. She does. I mean, if she's not in the top at the end then there we need to burn the house down because i i can't imagine unless she like fails like this is who i see taking it i'm not quite there yet to make that call but she's potential yes i'm i'm i co-sign on the potential but this is everything from one the wedgie what a and the fact that they were just talking about Folsom and everything and how well this fits into that whole aesthetic of fetish and the hands holding the hair too, like, so I, I want to know if she is the one really, like if she comes up with everything or if they're like, she just has really good, like friends that are just smart as well. Like she has a really cool circle of artists because she, it's just always a great idea. It is a very great, I mean, just to, to have to be able to construct that 
I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's just two poles with some hands on it, but like to balance and it's not like an easy task just to like strap some no. arms to you, you know? So I feel like there's definitely a know-how and you're right. If it's all in her brain, which seems a little crossed and demented as it is. So we're, I'm good with that, but exactly. uh, it's good. It's a good, she's mm-hmm. a, she's a, a, she's a package. I want to, I feel like, and I don't know her life, but I feel like in her life, the dancing challenges, the girl group challenge might be a moment for her. T, I could see that. I don't, uh, I mean, maybe she can move maybe. her body for sure. As we saw when she performed, I was like, oh, she actually can, like, she has rhythm. Um, I don't know how she's going to do with choreography. Yeah. But she definitely has rhythm. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that's not it. I'm hoping that's not it for her. I hope she excels. I'm not trying to count her demise, but if I'm trying to predict, I feel like that my, it, she gives me maybe not so great with choreography, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me looking into a little bit much. And I love, I feel that way about, go ahead. I uh, back to her outfit though, and I love the fabric. It's not just like a uh, uh, just a pleather. It's that metallic or not the holographic black that shines yes. rainbow in the in the light. I mean that even just a smart you know take it to a drag notch. Like it could very well just been a black you know patent leather you know nothing, but to add that metallic or that holographic vibe yeah, to it. it- so that, the holographicness really brings it ties in the glasses like it really just like accents it so well yeah it's like make it fulsome but drag mm-hmm. queen exactly <laughs> so good um no as i say so i feel the whole dancing thing and girl group challenge might be a struggle for our next girl bosco because she's kind of everything but i don't know we haven't seen her like dance yet move I don't know. I f- I don't get that. I feel like she's going to assimilate very well. I don't just the way she moves her body. I feel like she's going to be able to do it. I don't know. I don't. I don't get the struggle on that one. <laughs> uh, what do you think of this outfit? This leather fringe pink is serve. It's a serve. I no no notes. Um, actually, one note. She was going on about this wig. She could have taken a straightener to it. It had a it had a zigzag in it that was just like, girl, oh, no, it was packed. You should you didn't you didn't roll it. You, yep. you, girls, if you have a bone straight wig, run a straightener through it, especially towards the ends. Just because the top looks good doesn't mean the ends look good. And there was just this crink in the whole like lower portion right below her back. That was my only note. Can kill the fantasy. And again, not that we're paying attention to the back of her, but exactly. If you're going to have perfection and then just that one piece of something, I got to say something about it. I love this outfit. This is giving me like if Britney had done or if Christina had done like a remix of Dirty and brought Britney on the track, this is what Britney would be wearing. I love it. My one thing with Bosco's looks is and now it all kind of makes sense is it's not pedestrian, obviously, but it's like something elevated that a woman would wear as opposed to a drag queen. Mm. Yeah. She does. Like, I think we talked about this on her burlesque number. I think she probably has friends in the industry who have mm-hmm. great costuming. And it was like, girl, guess what? Mm-hmm. I need a costume for this. Do you think I could borrow one? And I, I, I get that from it. Cause they're done. They're great. They're great. Mm-hmm. Um, And she just might be happy 
are happen to fit the body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this oh. fits her beautifully, but also, oh, yeah. And again, no boobs, but you know, that uh, this is the same thing throughout the costumes, you know, that no boob situation. And then the cup not really sitting and hugging where maybe it could or should. But yeah. It's um, falling into her armpits. Yeah. So th- there's those moments, but now that I know that this is what she's serving, I'm like, well, Mm. I, and if that again, these are the critiques: the hair straightening and then the the cup fit. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, yeah. No, she's walking <laughs> down the runway. She looks, she looks amazing. So good. She really does serve looks. Yeah, I hope she uh, wears this out on tour. Oh, I know, right? Oh, I would, I would love to see it. And then next, we got our homegirl Deja Sky, blue which, cheetah on the runway. T, which we've learned now is she made this outfit the night before this runway. You know, I know we've said it every episode. I this is Deja Sky. For T. me, this is Deja Sky. I, I feel like this is what she's wore her career. Um, you know, the chaps. I I in my brain, if I had to uh pinpoint anything on anybody in Fresno, I believe she started the chap revolution in Fresno. Um ever I she was the first person I've ever seen rock the chaps um in Fresno and I every she, queen since has rocked chaps and I blame it all on her uh because people still try to rock the chaps and I still blame it on her. Mm-hmm. Um and she, here it is she, on the runway so she's definitely I guess bring it back into style but um I'm not a fan of chaps by the way. T I personally knowing like I agree. She does do a lot of chap looks. She does do a lot of the open-faced crotch kind of looks. I mean, to truly change the complete look of what everyone else was doing, because she's done a lot of like the chaps, but their skirt, their their um, full like gowns or skirts, you know, but they're open in that area. I think that would have probably served her better. Her look is great, um, but it is very Deja, and I always feel like it's always just missing something, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the the hair. Um, I love the color. I love the material. Um, I just yeah. It just I guess I'm giving the Deja. It's the it's Deja, but it's like maybe I w- starting to want to see something more than just Deja. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and again, I, 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 <laughs> how do you say that? Because it's her. You know what I mean. But coming into it, I would anticipate if I had like if you said there's going to be a chap runway. What do you think Deja's going to wear and draw something that you think Deja's going to wear, which we should have done as a, a little practice? I would have draw. I would draw this. Like this is this is probably the outfit: the sleeve, mm-hmm. the chap, the bodysuit, the big hair. See, which is interesting because this, like, because this wasn't her original idea. She did like a wedding look, which I would have been interested to see what that was, but apparently she threw it away. So magically, it's missing. No, it's missing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when queens do that. No offense to Micronesia. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the circumstances, but magically we can see the original. Out of respect for Ben, I will not be showing the dress. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> magically I can't show it. Someone else had uh, uh, this, a similar uh, situation. I think maybe two seasons ago was like, magically there was a dress and that's why she didn't, she couldn't win because the dress that she wanted to wear was not whatever. And it was like, uh, I wish I would have seen it just to just to see, just like to, when just to yeah, like even Manila with her serves and quirt or swerve and curve when she was going to wear the maxi pad, like oh, she yeah. posted the dress. She was like, mm-hmm. no, no, here's what I wanted to wear. Like that's what we need. We need to follow through or a sketch or something because I want to know. 
God, that maxi pad was a serve though. That shit was so. Funny. I mean, come on. I had. Did you buy the doll? I bought the doll. I had no. Doll. I'm not a doll collector. I don't like clutter and I don't like like things. What are those things on the top shelf over there behind you? Bobbleheads, but those aren't mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what she was that? coming for me she was ready <laughs> i'm like there's a whole like, really? line of that's something funny. there's a whole really? collection there's of something on your shelf there. over there <laughs> <laughs> okay miss carrie colby oh what did you think of this you know where i'm gonna go i'm about to call mama out here because mama <laughs> mama <laughs> mama mama this is garbage to it was sexy in the most garbage way. And like, it was garbage. Like, no, I hate fur as material. It's not a good look. It looks gross. It looks, it looks unclean. It looks, it, it, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was given like Chewbacca Mad Max. It just, I mean, the hair was everything. That shit was inches, but no, none of it. Like the hair? No. Oh. I would have liked the hair if it was just the blonde. Like, it was dragging on the floor. It was so unsanitary. No, no, you got you got lice, girl. You definitely got lice in this gown. Like that's what this is. You got lice. That's what you, you accomplish. <laughs> it's no. It's a no. It's there's nothing redeem. I. And what is up with? Do they not make hats with full like brim, like full uh, caps anymore? Like, is everyone on the runway only wearing the brim of hats now? Like, yeah, they're, they're loving it. It's like muffin tops. They just it, they just be loving it. Is it because our heads are too big? We can't find hats that fit us naturally. As I think it's uh, really just in fashion right now. Yeah, it's just really right now. Yeah. Brims, brims are a thing. I'm gonna yeah. walk into a store and see a brim for sale. I cannot. I mean, yeah, it's no. A- Get a full hat or don't wear one at all. It's like a full. It's just like a full ass visor at this point. It's dumb. Carrie had one last fucking episode. Uh, the other bitch had one the other episode. Like you need. Daya has a, one. Daya's wearing one today too. Uh, hers was a full hat though. She her her cat, is, she oh, had maybe. she had a full thing, which is I'm. That's why I didn't mention her because she had a full on ass hat. This bitch has a brim on, <laughs> <laughs> and lice hair. It's not cute. Lice <laughs> She got lice. <laughs> That's going to be the title of the episode. She got lice. Or something. Because it's, it, it's, I don't know. Sorry. What's your thoughts on this costume? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, I don't love the, the, the hair fur costume. Um, you Like, part of it, you couldn't really even tell it was chaps for the most part. Because the hair was all over the place. Um, I didn't, I don't mind uh, a brim of a hat, but I like from the neck up, I was into it, but I do, I didn't even realize it was really dragging on the floor that much, but as a whole ensemble, I'm like, eh. Have you seen that PSA of the girl who has a boyfriend in the bed and she goes into the bathroom and her hair is so long that, and she takes a big old in the toilet and her hair is sitting in the toilet while she's taking this big old whatever. Then she comes mm-hmm. out and rides her man and flicks her hair and there's poop all over his face because her hair was sitting in the toilet when she was pooping. This is that look and I don't like it. Nope. Sorry. That's my connection and no, we're not. We're not. She has lice and poop on her hair. 
It's the uh, fact that you called it, you said it was a PSA. And so my mind is trying to figure out what would this be a PSA for? What is this commercial? <laughs> what are you even talking about? I don't even know what she was selling. I don't even know what she was selling, but she was selling something that required her to be on. It was the poop. I think it was medication for her poop, oh uh, like to get it all out for the sexual experience. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I don't even know there was even a commercial. It was a video, though. When I find it, it I will sounds send like it a dream. This sounds like a dream you had. No. <laughs> No, now I'm on a mission, but at Dude. anyways, because I and it actually just came up on my timeline probably three days ago. And that's funny. <laughs> that's why I had it so fresh in my brain. But that's what now that I'm looking at this look even further, that's what that reminds me of. Because I think the tips of her braids were brown, right? Oh, T, they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. If I come across that PSA, it will be on our media somewhere. I, oh, I, I, I'm, now I'm going to track it the fuck down because T. it's a thing. Search YouTube. I, yeah. I don't need that. I could even be on Pornhub. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Moving right along. Bring it to the <laughs> runway, Miss Georges. Ooh, this is the first time I really didn't like one of her looks. Oh, tell me more. I, I when because I've seen a few drag queens do the whole like I haven't pulled up my things all the way kind of off the hip thing, mm-hmm. and it always makes their crotch just look so abnormally long that it just is so unflattering. I liked it. It gave me young Elvira. There's uh, there's a uh, there's that when Elvira comes up out of the ground and she has those spinning um mm-hmm. that's what this the tassels on her boobs. That's what that gave that's what she was serving me. Okay. I it was to me I connected it with the Elvira moment and I liked it. I didn't like the way the chaps fit. Like they said it was like a a chapless chap. <laughs> yeah, there was um, a connector but yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, did it read the, did it meet the assignment? Not quite for me, um, because there was no chaps. I mean, those aren't, in my opinion, chaps. Um, But I mean, she's fucking stunning. So I mean, stun pass, I guess. Yeah, she's gonna. I mean, that's the thing is, she's gonna get a stun pass. Mm. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Someone liked it somewhere. All right, fine. We'll just keep moving on then, Miss Anchuria. Uh, I like I it, but eh. This is the first time I've seen her in something. And it's like, I liked it. It's a good look, but it's not the usual level of, like, finished, polished, elevated that she that I come to see from her. Yeah, it... I... <sighs> Meh. you know it's it's a club suit it's a it's it's a she's gonna come out and do a disco number very um, that very that I, I will give her props on the straightening of her hair that was bone straight black hair that's mm-hmm. how your hair is supposed to flow not with the big old kink in it mm-hmm. um so i you know the look itself can't clock it um she said share of the future anytime someone mentions share reference i'm good for she, um she and she's she stood up to that level and yeah i it is what it is. I don't like the nude. I wish it would have been a different color nude. Yeah. Because I get I, I get that it's supposed it just it looks either off or like it wasn't for her mm-hmm. specifically. So that was really my only thing. But she does look great. Yeah. I mean, we've seen her in a good nude before. So I'm you exactly. know, I, it definitely was, you know, hey, I need a costume with some chaps. Do you have one? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she saw someone wearing one and was like hey can i borrow your little mm-hmm. 
Okay, this <sighs> look. Okay, Jasmine Kennedy. Jasmine. Drew said she loved it, but I just I don't get I don't get it. I didn't like it. I I I liked the chap like the bodysuit and like the chaps itself. The addition of the graduation robe and the graduation hat. I just it wasn't an idea like there was it, it wasn't the concept of the, i don't i didn't get the concept that she thought it was like okay i just didn't like i, I the, even the concept of it I, I didn't get it one why why this concept but two the actual garment itself the way the strap came all the way up to her it was a, like the, the chap connected to her neck essentially yeah but i feel like and i should have got a better picture of it but the 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 angle of the chap it was so if the sliver when it hit her hip it was so small that you can actually see the, the backside of her that see how it right there in the picture of her on the side you can see yeah. her butt there so yeah. the the way from if you look at it from the front and you can't see it here unfortunately i'm sorry i should have been a better picture job at the job but you can from the front you can see the back of her hip or you can see the backside so it only covered oh, so yeah. it was it created more depth in there and i just made her look bigger in my opinion so if she would have cur- if she would have brought the yellow out a little bit more to cover the full hip yeah. or made it more so dramatic that it went in more one of the two it was just like in that middle space that just didn't like fully sit right sit right yeah. for for this look in my opinion and that was the ding for me but yeah why is she graduating something does she graduate yeah, i don't yeah that was a whole i didn't yeah that was that was a miss for me and they loved it. They were like, oh, this is cute. Oh, my God. And it's like, okay, but but why? How Maybe does it correlate to chaps? She was graduating into her womandom. Uh, mm, it's a stretch, it's, I know. I'm just going on the journey, but maybe that's what it was. That's a lot of, I mean, in the context of the episode, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, but like, it's not like they knew that's where that was going to go. I know. Well, you know, they're, they're, really, they're timing all their... Uh, all their announcements. So I, it may be uh, with Camden and her reveal of her little stick yeah, and then all that. So, you know, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it was thought out. I don't Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Right. All right. Lady Camden, who, okay. We had to, I was, we were talking about this and how like there hasn't been like a memorable runway yet, like a really good, like, that was season that was on season 14 that runway was dope as fuck i feel like this is one this is going to be one of them or this is at least the first one because this shit was so good yeah i was stuntra by her gag um mm-hmm. the gag of all gags well so far i loved T- it that was a good one it was a good gag like she really made that shit work I like the outfit as well. It worked in this moment that she was serving. I saw uh, someone snap the picture of the original of the Freddie Mercury costume into uh, next to hers. It was good. Yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, obviously, there's not much you can do about the hair situation, which would be my only complaint that she was rocking, you know, her man hair, which yeah. lends itself to this look. But, you know, it, it was a little out of, you know, it, it served for the gag, but... If I had to say anything, you know, the I would have had a wig under another wig, but again, she has good hair, so I guess maybe it's not as necessary. And they ate it up, so what does it matter? Two. Yeah, when she turned the corner with the first wig, I was like, oh, okay. 
Like, I, I like the wig, but like, all right. It's a little unpolished compared to her other stuff. And then once the gag happened, I was like, work. Yeah. She, like, she really sold that fall. She, yeah, I heard it. You heard the clerk. <laughs> Dude, it was like, oh. And the judges all gagged too, which is what you're, you know, who you're really trying to impress. So uh, it definitely worked out. And I, I, when the sound effect of her popping up with the ding, like they, mm-hmm. they did her a favor there for yeah, sure. Yeah. So they I really accented her a whole bit. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think of diabetes look? I was not eating it up like everybody the else was. I'll tell you that. I don't understand why everyone thought that this was the look of the year. Like, I was really shocked by that. The entire, like, nothing, like the entirety of the look. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a well put together look, but it is not anything that is more better than anything else that we saw on the runway tonight. And especially like, I, I feel like I, with Daya, I feel like a lot of the stuff she does, I've seen a thousand times. I just didn't understand it. I, I, I mean, I, 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 the look itself, I like. I mean, I like it. It's good. I wouldn't have taken mm-hmm. her off the show for it. I wouldn't put her in the bottom for it. I would put her maybe safe. I just didn't. The way they were eating it up and how she arrived and she showed up this, and I just. I mean, and maybe that was a combination of her in the challenge, the acting challenge itself with this look, but like yeah. I just was not um, of, I was, I don't know. I don't know where, why. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was too, is that it was, it was so, they ate it up so hard that I was like, oh, this is definitely a, because of her performance this episode mm-hmm. and a yay for you kind of thing, but we'll get yeah. there when we get to these, to the. I feel like either the producer said, like, you know what? We're really gaslighting her a lot, and she's really about to snap. So can we just give her some praise real quick? Because if not, she's going to shoot up the place or something. Like, (laughs) I feel like, can we just throw her a bone? Like, maybe. I don't know. And in the production world, like, even the... And my one critique, and again, I I like the look for what it was. But, like, the... And it could have just... The way that the underwear the backside sat it like hugged her ass versus cut her ass and yeah. i was just like that's a little grandma-y to me like you're supposed to like i don't know and again i know if you're doing a vintage look i guess it's more of that cut that hugs versus cuts and i, I don't know Is it I, a vintage look though i just feel like it's well I don't know. I maybe I don't know what I don't know what the look is. <laughs> it gave me very Madonna uh, Vogue uh, MDMA tour is what it gave me. Um, it, you know that the the Vogue sequence, but like that was my only like I, I was I was not gagging like everybody else was. I'll tell you that. Me neither. It was definitely not the the oh my god moment that they made it out to be. So this video, this. Uh, the Daytona wins. <laughs> High key. Win. My, if not the best, then my favorite acting challenge that I've seen. Okay. Come out of this show. I. The fart gag. Let's. What what's your thoughts on the fart gag? Let's okay. Just, yeah. My okay. Well, so the internet was all mad, and they were like, "Can we see the not director's cut without that? Because it would have stood on its own." And I'm like, "It probably would have, and maybe it would have, but like, that's not this. Like, we 
Rue loves corny, cheesy, um, cheap joke kind of like lives in that realm and really enjoys it. And honestly, I thought it lent itself one. They obviously wrote this with the intent of that happening because the way the jokes land and obviously what they're saying and uh, like lent itself to putting in these fart jokes, which I really feel like for the piece and for what it was only elevated only got the laughs out of like what they were trying to do because I mean who knows without it, it a lot of it probably would have felt a lot flatter um but I don't think it needed to be the serious thing that everyone's like well without that it would have been so good and I'm like okay would it have and even if it would have like does it really matter <sighs> I I wish there would have been other gags I wish it wasn't all farts mm-hmm. I wish it would have been like something like other noises they incorporated it i feel like it all being farts just got real old real quick like you know they say you come in at a 10 and you're just a 10 and it just like just always just stays i I felt like it just didn't go anywhere and i think it was and again it's the gag of it all which i get it that's what made this it what it was i would have liked to see a little bit without the farts which i'm sure they'll edit will come out eventually I, i don't think it would have been as funny but if we're judging them on their ability to act, then do we need it to be as funny? No. I think the gag of it all was the fart. Yeah. I I just feel like they could have done something burps, like added burps in or, or you know, like just a different sound. I just, again, I just think it plateaued at some point and didn't go anywhere. It was just. That's there. fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get that. That's fair. I, don't I mean, not that I don't know that even without it or adding in other jokes, it probably would have plateaued no matter what, but maybe, maybe I, I feel, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like as far as like watching it, cause there've been some acting challenges that it's just like, ah, this is terrible. And even when they do well, like uh, some of the acting challenges are like, this is just rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's one of this is one of the first ones gags aside, like that I actually enjoyed. Like I was like, Oh, that was actually really good. And maybe so, it's because I already have the the connection to what they were trying to make fun of already with yeah. it being Dynasty that I was like, oh, I love that. Like, maybe that's why, but I really did enjoy this as opposed to pretty much any other acting challenge I've ever done. Okay. Did any of the acting moments stand out for you that we haven't already discussed in the final edit? Um, I don't think so. I think, I mean, everyone pretty much landed the way they were supposed to. I mean, like, obviously, Georges was funnier in the moment where Rue was directing her then, or the yeah. way they, you know, gave her that than it was when it came off in the show. Uh, Jasmine, I think, I mean, Bosco was pretty spot on in being like, the only reason Jasmine works is because it's so bad that it's good again. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, I, I really do, <laughs> like, the, I, I really do think Bosco and um, Camden really just like stole the show in what they were doing. Yeah. So um, before we w- exit the runway, um, who was your top? Who was your bottom? And um, any of that good stuff? Um, I have to go with my top was um, definitely Lady Camden. I live for a gag and the whole look, love me some Freddie Mercury. The whole outfit was well put together. Um, I dug it. My bottom, Georges. I just didn't love it. it wasn't anything great for me. Uh, 
And then as far as like an honorable mention, we'll go honorable mention. I'll go, actually, no, I'm going to take back my Georgia's one because Jasmine's was just me. It was very, I had a concept and it's like, did you, or did this all just match? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as far as honorable mention, I'm not going to do an honorable mention of ones that I liked. I'll do an honorable mention as also worst, and I'm going to go with Carrie Colby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll pick up that uh, as my worst. Um, Carrie Colby, although she was so stunning presenting, um, I just, it's it looks very unsanitary, and I just, <laughs> I just can't get past it. I'm sorry. Uh, my top, I will also probably co-sign on the Camden moment. Um, I felt it, you know, presentation into the look, but also not overdoing it, but doing it just enough and um, meets the assignments. I would say that my honorable mention would probably have to be... I really like Dia's, but it, like I said, it wasn't like... Show stopping phone yeah. home and, and like I need this outfit now. Um, but I liked it, it was clean, it was it met the assignment, it was structure, it was powerful, but I I again I, I just wasn't eating it as much as everybody else was. So um, yeah. but yeah, I would say she would be my honorable manchon. Work, 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 work. All right, so we get through the runway and Rue does something unexpected. He announces our safe queens who end up being Deja, Carrie, and Angie. Can you imagine being the safe queens on an all-top episode? (laughs) (laughs) No offense to the safe queens on the all-top episode, but the gag of it all, like, what? Except for you three. You guys were not at the top, so you guys... (laughs) (laughs) You guys weren't super bad. You're you're all right, though. You're all right. right. We're not going to get rid of you just yet, but you're not going to get to stay on the stage. Have a good day. Who do you think would have been the bottom two had they gone that route? Um, well, I mean, probably Deja and Angie. If if what they showed in the filming was like the struggle, yeah. If if that was like those two moments. Of those three, I would say that those are the two like they highlighted kind of like in their own way, if you will. Um, so if I had to pick out of those, it would be those two, which really yeah. would have sucked. So again, I know they're <laughs> probably like, well, fuck the shade of not being able to be in the top with everybody else, but also at least we're not going home. So I don't know. I I feel that. And I do. And I think that's a large part of, I mean, one, everyone did do, this is, like it's one of the better acting challenges. So I do think that like her keeping everybody was a good move, but also her not wanting to have to let any of those three go right away. I yeah. But also they could have done like bottom two and do a double, double save. Like that could have been another moment. See, I do. Yeah. I like the positivity of the tops route. Uh, I wanted to see bitches fight for their lives. The energy is different when it's that. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, it definitely that, is. It's like it, it's, it's like survival of the fittest. And I feel I like that energy, the grit of that energy more um, mm-hmm. than I'm trying. I mean, I guess it, it's both ways because you have something you, you you don't want your. I don't know. You want you want to win the challenge, and you're lip syncing for the win. But 
it's like, well, if I don't, even if I don't, it's like, eh, oh, I'm still going to be here. But if you're, no, you're like, life is on the line in this game. Yeah. I, there's something to it. And so. Seeing, I mean, I have, I mean, Angie's a performer too. So I think had Deja or Angie gone up against Carrie, either one of them would have taken Carrie out as her. far as, yeah. But Deja and Angie against each other in a head for head, one of us has to go home before they knew that they weren't. That probably that would have been a really good lip sync. Yeah. Well, in another universe. Yeah. Maybe eventually. Again, right? <laughs> oh no. Um as far as the judges' critiques, because we have left what Georges, Jasmine, Lady, Daya, Willow, and Bosco. Did anything that they said to them really capture you? Um, again, just the, all the praise they gave Daya, it just wouldn't, they're saying she showed up, um, her lip screen prostitute, um, they, I, I just didn't get the eaten of the stress. Like I just could not get on that page with them. I, I See, heard this, this, this chap look, I, this dress. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. I, I agree. I think I, I truly do think, I mean, she did good in the act challenge. Um, I feel like Bosco did better. Um, she did her outfits good. I I feel like there were better ones on the on the runway. So I I do think though that it's like the oh you actually showed up this week in a way that we haven't seen you before that really stood out to us as opposed to the oh you killed it this week. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, <laughs> welcome to the game. Thank you exactly. for arriving six episodes yeah. in. <laughs> like, for me, like, yeah, right. Exactly. I feel like for me, it would have been, it should have been Camden and Bosco as the top two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I would co-sign on that. And the other thing that stood out to me was the praise for little, for little, for little Willow Pill, <laughs> for Willow Pill. Uh, when they, when RuPaul calls her a superstar, you know, just you're a superstar. Like, yeah, I, I love that moment. I love, I love that for her i love that for her struggle i love that mm-hmm. for her just yes bitch work yeah and i think I, I feel like that's what maybe even Daya is searching for is just like the compliment of it all yeah and but not like, when you're showing up in episode six but willow really is i mean regardless of like yo you're gonna be in the top or anything but like just you're a star like even like because you are like, like she is she really Mm-hmm. She shows up every week and it's always with something that you never expect. Yeah. Multifaceted in every angle. Yeah. Love that. This lip sync. Lady Camden and Diabetti lip syncing to Blondie one way or another. How do you think they'd done a how do you think they'd done a bottom two with any of those girls that were safe? This would have been the song that they did. <sighs> I highly doubt it. N- no. <laughs> no, I hope not. This song really lends itself to both Camden and Daya. Yeah. And maybe that's why. You know what? You know what? This song we have rights for tonight, we just really don't feel like it's going to fit these bottom queens. Let's switch it up tonight. Let's yeah. do something different. I think maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, that's what that's the one thing about production on this show is I want to know how far ahead it's planned with stuff like this. Or if in the middle of it all, they're like, oh, okay, this is how it's going to play out. Yeah. Like, this is, like we need to, we need to like adjust because. They, like they do give them like the iPad or the iPad, the I, an iPod full of all the songs mm-hmm. when they get there, so they can like learn all of them. But they don't. She, I don't think they tell them when they're going to use each one until like uh, it comes up. Well, 
Um, I'm glad because again, I, if it were any other way, I don't know that the safe queens that might have been the bottom queens <laughs> would have done well with this. But I'm yeah. glad that these two bitches were able to do what they needed to do with it. T. I Camden think they both did excellent. Kick. Yeah, I think they both did good. Um, I, I mean. Camden definitely killed it because of her abilities, just yeah. her inherent abilities, which again, you no know, going in, I feel like we knew that we we knew she was gonna the, her just her physicality of the way she moves her body. Mm-hmm. It, it, she's just gonna kill it, and she says she performs a song before, so it's yeah, not so like this it's, is my song. Yeah, it's not like it's new to her and so she had the move she had even just the the look she had on even loaned itself to you know what we were experiencing and it really did i i feel like there was she was clearly the winner but i don't think that dia lay down and rolled over you know it wasn't a falling apart it wasn't falling to pieces it wasn't um she held her own but obviously she, camden she kept that damn hat on <laughs> the full hat <laughs> the full hat. No, they really. I, my favorite was though, like as they were getting ready to lip sync, and it's like doing their little confessionals before, and they're both like, "Daya's like, I'm gonna kick her ass," and Camden's like, "I'm gonna smoke this girl," and I'm just like, "Yes, get him, bitch." Guns blazing. T. Lady Camden kills it, wins this challenge, and rightfully so. Um, like I said, I, I feel, you know, between her and Georgia's now, you know, anyone going up against them, I feel like people are going to have a struggle um, mm-hmm. just for... And even, I will even throw Jasmine in there because she was turning it with that uh, that other, uh, the lip sync last week, so... T. I, I mean, they're the dancers that are well, I mean, Jasmine and Camden especially are the dancers that are, like, flexible and can do all the tricks and stuff. And, I mean, Georgia's has that more so because she's so tiny. But, I mean, people like Deja and Nigeria, they're they're lip syncers. Their gig's a little different. Mm-hmm. They're not trick queens, or at least it doesn't seem like Nigeria's a trick queen. Yeah. And then, again, anyone, any, I don't know that they're going to let Lau carry to end up at the bottom because... Um... That ass is we saw how that home. went. <laughs> <laughs> She's not still here because she killed it. She's here because uh, the other person. Yeah. Although when she did come this past week, um, which we did say we were going to talk about, and we did not. <laughs> we'll talk about it. How about after Untucked? T T T. Okay. okay. Cool. Perfect. Um, well, then the tidbit into this is she did impress me with how she performed coming and performing. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh. You are a mover, bitch. Move, yes. Because it I, I had not, ex- yeah. It was the dress. Maybe we'll blame it on the dress. We'll blame it on the dress. We'll blame it on the dress. But we'll we'll, we'll definitely cycle back because I I definitely wanted to. Yeah. Also talk yeah. about that. All right. So, Lady Camden's our winner. Go for her. Go off, Queen. Yeah, um, Queen. So let's get into this untucked though, because there was emotion. Lots of it. A lot of emotions for safe bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do it 
Angeria almost like knocked Carrie Colby down those stairs coming around the corner when they got off the stage. She was like, bitch, my hair. <laughs> yeah. And her hyperventilating. I'm like, she, and they're like, breathe, girl, breathe. I'm like, girl, you're, I, you could tell she was in her, like, I know yeah. they were like giving that on the, when they were filming it, but like, she was definitely in her head. She thought she was going to definitely be in the bottom. And so yeah. she, her emotions in that moment were definitely shining through. And I, I was like, what happened? Like, what, what did I miss? Cause but I think it was just the fact that she was safe and she was happy to be safe. Like that's, that's how you should be, bitch. She, I mean, and it's so funny because her personality is so different than somebody who would show those characteristics, but she is a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And when it's not that um, it is, it, it sits in her mind and eats away at her. And Anna, uh-huh. Yeah. And which is so funny because her, her outward, like, you know, personality is so different from that. Yeah. She survived another day mm-hmm. and good on her. Cause I am glad I wasn't, I, I didn't want to see her in the bottom. No, I, know, I don't think it was worthy of the bottom, but maybe that's why yeah. they did it. I also, I forget how young Carrie Colby is. is she young? The, she's 25. I don't get 25 from her. Me neither. Maybe, maybe that's a lie, but I looked it up on Wikipedia. I, yeah. I Googled it and it says she's 25. I, so, I, I, um, maybe I, I'm not, I just her her energy is not 25 she's definitely an old so and you know considering the stories she shared with us so far she's definitely been through some shit so exactly. I can understand why that you know it could definitely age you in your spirit yeah <laughs> uh, because and I, maybe that's why it's not presenting old um mm-hmm. and I, I just she, think the struggle you know yeah definitely because I mean when she's sitting there with Tasia and Nigeria and saying like I forget that I'm relatively new to drag even though I mean you know she's been through her transition and you know and doing everything probably a lot probably all before she even started drag yeah I I like the point that she I that she made about um when you're pretty and people just worship you and you develop that false sense of confidence and I feel like she needs to say that for the people in the back of the room because uh, Gee, there's a lot it's not of... just L.A. It, she said in L.A. And I'm like, that's everywhere. Yeah. That people get a false sense of ego when they learn to get their makeup right and they know how to dress themselves and they're pretty or at least they, then they don't even have to do their makeup right. If they I was going to say, I'm like, you're so yeah. you're, you're giving them too much credit. Even yeah. not even that, even if your your friend, your best friend tells you how good you are, you take that <laughs> into your brain and you blow that up. And it's like you're the queen of the universe. And it's like, yeah. Well, let's take a step back, girl. Let's take a step it back. Does, yeah, it does allow a lot of girls to um, sit in a false sense of like, well, then I then I'm ready. I know what I got, and it's like there's a lot of things that go into being a drag queen. Yeah, and there's bitches ten years in the game that are still struggling with that personality disorder, and it's like you need to figure that out because guess what, girl? We all see it. Just the people around you aren't allowing you to hear the truth. And um, you need to figure that out because you we we see it, bitch. We see it. And I don't know. I, I feel like people get on that moment and, and and it's all about the growth. It's all about the journey. It's all about, you know, not being stuck in that yeah. personality and not letting that ego get too big because once your ego gets too big, you can't see past it. And then you're stuck in that rut and that's I see it every, well I'm gonna say every day but yeah <laughs> I've seen it quite frequently in my past couple of years in, in of the in the drag community and it's like well I mean it like Deja said in the unsuck fill your fantasy girl but 
that's you. Yeah. You're feeling it. We're maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I especially being around more now and seeing all the baby queens that are coming out. Like when one of them, like I make it a point to be like, oh my God, when they like turn out a performance. Cause a lot of these queens are like, ooh, yes. But like, do they have the ability? And and I think you, a lot of the false sense comes from performing in front of crowds that are easily entertained, you know? Mm-hmm. Are drunk. Yeah, drunk. Because bitch, <laughs> you can do like the Tina from Bob's Burgers and you're going to get a yeah. Yeah. So like it's, I make it a point to go tell people. And it happened the other night where I went up to somebody and was like, dude, you can move and you can lip sync. Was it Lucy Yell? Dude, that bitch goes off. Oh my God. I, okay, leave this in because I love Lucille. Like, I don't know. Like, I've only worked with her like a c- couple of mm-hmm. times um, yeah. here at Splash, but her energy, her performance, like, I don't know. There, there's something about her. And I know, like, she, me and her had a moment. She came, we talked, and it was not even about that moment. But like, mm-hmm. this was after the fact that I already enjoyed her. But after she came in, like, we, we discussed like some stuff and like, I liked her even more. And then later she was, and later, like maybe two, two more other times we worked together, we were just, we connected on like some music, uh, the Hedwig soundtrack that I bought on, on vinyl. Um, And she was just telling me about her, her love for that. And again, even more so because I have appreciating the fact that she's not just coming out here and doing the drag, but she has like the background. I think that that's also part of why I enjoy her so much, but also, She's just like a great queen. And that's why I knew when you said what you just said without even telling me who it was, I knew who you were talking about because I was like, I know who you're talking about. I already know. Yeah. She's and she's humble. And she's Team. humble. And yeah. she's and humble. She, she's always like worried. Like, you know, she's thinking about it. And I do think she possesses that, like, like those, um, that knowledge that you need. She, she, can do because she did two different numbers one was like a hip-hop ballad that was kind of a throwback so i was like how do you even know that song Mm -hmm. but like and killed the lip sync Uh like it's hard especially there it is hard to do like a mid-tempo ballad and keep people engaged but the bitch goes and then she did another one and was like dancing and the bitch can move and it's like she's she's so she's a good queen she's just genuinely a good queen and i'm like yes i fuck with you and you guys can't see this, but I'm nodding to everything that he's saying because yes, bitch, work. Um, shout out to Lucy Yale, a local queen here in Fresno. Um, again, I, and I, I've not ever expressed any of this to her. So if she listens and she hears it, that's great. If she doesn't listen, well, that's your fault for not listening. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think she, I, I've seen her like some of this stuff um, from our socials. So hopefully, she listens, not just likes, but um, nonetheless, yeah, she's a standout for me. Um, she okay. would definitely be invited to join the house of exotica if that were a thing so um yeah shout Ooh. out to her okay where were we oh back to untucked <laughs> yeah, back to, untucked. Um, back to the, the issue i'd had oh that queen oh yeah so colby saying stuff about like you know resting on beauty and because it's easy to um but yeah i mean that's that's sh- that should be heard through the land not just in la yeah um the next thing that stood out for me was Deja's moment um, and really made me emotional as well because I have a similar dynamic with my mom and mm. pushing my mom away with, for certain reasons and certain things that just yeah. like not. And it's more as 
so I connected to her moment and having that um, honesty and again, to hear it and then to display it on this platform. I'm glad that she's, you know, able to feel comfortable with the girls that she's in the room with and, you know, coming to that realization, especially when your life is going to be changed from this experience and you want to share that experience and you want to share that those moments Mm -hmm. with your loved ones um, and not being able to really sucks. So I completely uh, appreciate this moment from Deja and her truth in that. Yeah. I I mean, I appreciate the honesty because Deja's not exactly one to put her stuff out there. Yeah. Which she's never been that kind of person. And you know, why, why should people be? Yeah. Um, I think the thing that really got me is, Ooh, um, I don't know why this makes me emotional. Um, her taking responsibility for the situation. Mm. That was really like. Because you've probably done it. Huh? Because you've done it. No, well, not in the sense in which we're talking about it, but like her taking responsibility for her actions is a growth that um, I just love to see in people, especially people that I know. And um, knowing that, like, you know, she's gotten there as a person is just like, yes, then everything else that's coming to you is just so much more well-deserved because you've taken the time to, like, process and grow as a human. She's an evolved Pokemon. T, she is. She's getting there. That's what it's about. Yeah, and I really appreciated that from her a lot. And I knew knew at some point we were going to get a moment from her just because during Drag Race UK, there was a whole breakdown moment and her and Kara were hosting the viewing party and we, we we were making jokes about people having these moments and Deja just didn't say anything. And this was before everyone knew what we had known. And so like, she just kind of like sat there and just didn't say anything. And I was like, she's going to have a moment on the show. And I was like, I just, I know it's going to, so I'm like, Oh, I was waiting for that. And like, for this to be it, if that was the only one, like, yeah, good for her, good for her to like, at least let that out for herself. Yeah, they're definitely having a lot of conversations, uh, meaning conversations that need to be heard uh, yeah. in the world. Um, and I appreciate that. Again, I think you talked about it more documentary style of like the struggle, mm-hmm. not not only as drag queens, but as queer individuals um, in general uh, and hearing the dynamics and that yeah. struggle. Because especially, especially with a mom figure or in this case, her mom, like, to not have that parent situation, to not have, um, you know, that closeness. Cause you know, I, I will honestly, when I, I, there's been many a moms that have come through the back room with, you know, their children or whatever. Mama Josie. Mama Josie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I look at my drag mother, Adame, um, his, his relationship oh. with his mother, um, yeah. you know, um, Alexis's mom, when Alexis's mom used to come, like, I would always treasure and cherish the moms when they came through because my mom can come, but she just doesn't and not, you know, like, whatever yeah. and like having that closeness to the your the point where your mom's coming out your mom's making your costumes your mom's you know doing you know she's she's you know posting on her social about you and like not that i need that i don't need that but like when i see those relationships with a drag queen and their mother or um i mostly it's the mother i, I really you know even lean into like you know, help you ev- uh, evolving that or elevating that to like this is a special person thank yeah. you for allowing your person to be part of 
what we're doing here. I would always think, you know, Alexis's mom was like, thank, thank you for Alexis. You know, I, I, even, you know, Mama Josie, even um, Millennia's mom when Millennia's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like those those relationships, when they have that support, um, it's de- definitely very precious. And so I always kind of leaned into m- moms when they came around. So I was definitely glad to hear that. Um, yeah. Well, not glad to hear the dynamic, but the conversation of, that's mm. not always the realization. That's not always the reality of yeah. our relationships. And it sucks to not have that relationship with a yeah. mom. And I feel like we're getting a lot of different point of views this season. Like usually it's the, my parents are the worst. My parents disowned me. Deja taking responsibility for her. Yeah. And her relationship with her mom, the way Carrie took her and said, like, you know, when she was like, yeah, my parents, my dad hated me, but mm-hmm. I learned like, you know, at one, at some point I was like, you know, I don't like who you are as a person and yeah. hearing those things. I mean, so much of what we hear is the same, um, you know, the shared experiences of the things that we have. And it's like, yeah. there are other things that go on other dynamics. Sometimes we, as queer people put up guards or like, you know, we, um, we are at fault and we have to acknowledge that as well. Like hearing all of these different angles, it's like, yeah. yes, yes. These things also need to be said. And I think a lot of it goes into, for me, is self-preservation mm-hmm. more oh, of, yeah, so, you know what so I mean? Much. So it's it's more of like, what do I need in my life right now versus I need to get this person out of my life right now. It's not exactly. about the person. It's about what I need versus whomever those individuals are, you know? So, yeah. And I think it has to do a lot with the uh, blow up of what self-care is, you know? Mm-hmm. Now it's like so much talked about that I think a lot of people take it into consideration. Mm-hmm. especially when we're in an environment that is so heavy on um, destructive decisions. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ties into our next, the kind of next moment of the untucked is when T.S. visit T.S. Madison visits and talks about her kind of family dynamic. And again, if you watch the show, you would know, but you don't watch. No, I'm sure it's on demand. You should, you should check it out. It's pretty good. I, I, I liked it because again, her dynamic of being a porn star, being, you know, now a, you know, a well-known transsexual and like everybody, like, well, I wouldn't say everybody knows, but a popular transsexual in the you know in the world um on television on a platform having a reality show um and still having that dynamic with your parents who call you him or call you you know uh, refer to you as your male name and your son yeah 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 and so having those moments and um you know it's a struggle and you know people aren't quick to you know just because you said so and um it's a harsh world out there, like she says, and, and you know, to, to be exposed to that, usually that's why your parents try to, I, in my, in my experience, in my opinion, usually that's what your parents try to protect you from or try to, you know, guide you away from. And that's usually yeah. why parents don't want to lean into that. But, you know, they're, they're, it's the level of protection. But sometimes, you know, it, it's that, are you, are you diminishing that person? Or are you allowing them to be who they need to be? Um, so, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that conversation, too. Same. She really did. Also, I want to interject the fact that, not to kill the moment, um, because she was saying, I was watching you guys on the screen having this whole conversation, which means the whole fight last week when Maddie and Jasmine were going at it, uh, Taraji was just sitting there watching on a little screen. (laughs) (laughs) Came and threw some salt in the wounds. (laughs) Right. So what's going on in here? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so we have that conversation and Jasmine gets to have her moment 
which which I also thought was funny when they were talking about it and they cut to Bosco and they made like the twinkle in noise as if like he had an idea, mm-hmm. but then it didn't actually tell Bosco's story. But I mean, we know now that Bosco obviously has transition and she's, um, you know, who she is. But uh, I love that they gave Jasmine her moment because I do think it was a really good redeeming moment for her. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's going to shift the tides just yet. But <laughs> I feel the conversation. I mean, this is the conversation we had last week I, I, between us. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciate the conversation of them exploring their um, thoughts of transitioning and stuff of the nature. And uh, the angst and the struggle that Jasmine had in saying the words and kind of feeling that grit and that emotion and feeling and just being in, the, in that presence. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. So to I, I don't know I, that I'm gonna lean in and be nicer, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, yeah. I mean, I definitely have more insight and respect because sometimes when people who talk that much or can't turn off, it's because being alone with themselves is really hard for them. And I think maybe this will be something that allowed her to blossom into somebody that is, oh, I can I can sit alone and be comfortable with myself and who I am and not have to turn outward to like, you know, feel grounded. Mm-hmm. And carry with her words of wisdom. When you Which know is, what I'm, you need, yeah. go and get it. Yeah. And they, I mean, they keep, they, they constantly are propping Carrie up to be this, you know, um, figure of wisdom and knowledge and somebody. And I mean, she does have a lot of it because she has been through some shit and mm-hmm. she already is where she is in life. But yeah. I mean, she's 25 and, um, that's a lot of responsibility to put on somebody or a lot of like um, pressure as a figure in which people look to, to put on somebody. Agreed. All right. So next week we have the retro hit recording vocals, song moments, probably some choreography. Who knows? I will. I mean, it's probably going to be, it, it seems like it's going to be like, you know, like, 50s doo-wop or something to that effect so yeah based on some of the imagery we saw it looks very retro uh big glasses 60s like you said yeah so so we shall see can't wait another another separation of the tides tea queens who can queens who can't anyways carrie colby miss carrie colby miss carrie colby the best literally one of my favorite queens that i've met i'm gonna tell you when she i was concerned like again we saw the lip sync with in the versace dress which was not it in my Mm -hmm. opinion and so i was like well i'm gonna go take my picture i'm gonna talk to the girl i'm gonna yell at her a dragonfly a couple of times (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna see the show i'm gonna go home that's what i was that was my the nature of my night and when she came out and she slayed that stage Mm -hmm. for both performances on the boxes in the splits wearing nothing essentially literally um at least for the second look for sure um i was blown away yeah, she's body. I mean, she did Jenna Jackson's feedback, and I was like, work. She was up there. She was moving around. She, yeah, she she does. Lee, I mean, after even after the talent show, I was like, oh, this is gonna be rough. Um, yeah, but she was giving it. 
She was also everything. Yeah. I mean, she also definitely, her stature and figure lends to her, you know, slinking around a bit and just being sexy. But she was giving it. She got up on that box and was throwing it around, jumped off the box. She was, she, she is just constantly having a good time. Like you can tell she's grateful for everything that she's gotten and she's just enjoying it because she was the first queen that's come. And I don't know if it's because they've kind of eased up on them, but like she stayed, you know, she hung out, she sat at her own little table and just, you know, drank her bottle of tequila and was gigging. and Twerked her ass off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much tea we're supposed to spill, but she was definitely <laughs> having a good old time. Let's just she say was, that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She was doing it for the gram. Like, you know, because she had she was on that couch just like, yes. And I was like, live your life, girl. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to see Miss Carrie Colby in vivo, you better check her out because what you saw on the show is not, as far as her lip syncing abilities, is not a representation of what she can do. Um, mm-hmm. I do have some video, maybe I'll upload some to our uh, Insta just for sake of sharing. But if you ever are in the driving radius or ability to check her out, I would recommend doing so again like i said i was not not necessarily counting her out but i wasn't anticipating a whole lot i thought it was going to be more of a you know compose do look pretty do what i need to do but that was definitely an underestimate of what she was bringing to the table so i do apologize for her uh i do apologize for me bringing that energy to her but again she was being mindful of the dress we're gonna blame it on the dress and um she definitely slayed she definitely did. She uh, perfection. Love her. We love you, Carrie. Shout out to right, Carrie Colby. Yeah. You ready to close this thing out? Let's do it. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the drag cap again. Thank you to, I guess we have international listeners, which whoa, is whoa. crazy. Thank you for listening. Um, we're we've it's so crazy how many um people are streaming us. Um, we do get a count and it is up there, which is great. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, Diva, where can they find you? You can find me on all the socials at the Diva X on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And where can they find you? They can find me at Damon underscore talks on Instagram or Twitter. Um, or they can check out our website. The dragcap.com has all of that and all our information. So please check us out, share, like, subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend, Mm -hmm. post us wherever you find us. I... We, I, and I will be completely honest. I joined this uh, journey with you, not really knowing what it would end up being or how well it would go. And it sounds like people are enjoying. So mm-hmm. I'm in, makes me enjoy it a lot more knowing that we're, you know, being heard around the globe. Woo woo. Right. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it, it definitely adds uh, a level of excitement to see kind of and hear from you guys, um, y- even if it's just a like. So tell a friend because we're here giving our honest critiques. We did start it as a little bit of a fandom to our hometown girl. But as you can tell, we don't hold back. So not even a little. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's it. Another one in the can. Bam. Bam. See y'all next week. I'll talk to you next week, Diva. Toodles. Bye.